right, Reg, whenever you're ready. Felix is calling me. Wait, I want to. All right, this. yeah, take it, take it. <laughs> I want to take this. <laughs> Go ahead, just one. Yo. That was I was trying to convince him that he likes it more. Yeah, but why Not was he trying to convince me? Um well the conversation started um <laughs> Why does he have this on deck? Yo, like he has everything. Yeah, he has all the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> that was too quick. That was too That was literally minutes late. Yeah, That's like scary. That was- <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. Purple rain, you just have to go yeah, and, like, search it for it. It's phone accessory. It's like, please, guys, that's easy to find. Yeah. I said, stop listening to Freddie Gibbs co-signers. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 that's what... <laughs> I just listen to everything I say as soon as I say it. <laughs> and Tony said, do you... Do any of you guys think Purple Rain is better than Thriller? The song? No, but... You don't think that's Purple Rain, the song? So was it the song or the album that we were talking about? Album. Okay. Um, Torian says Purple Rain is masterful. It is masterful. Reggie says I love Purple Rain, just my preference, but Thriller, Champion Side. And then Tony said, you love D'Angelo and Sade too much to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Am I lying? I won't pretend. <laughs> then Tony said, this upbeat-ass album. See? I think what I was arguing was I was just mad because of how much you love Neo Soul shit and for you to be saying that you love Thriller, I think that was pissed me off more. But okay, Reggie can win that argument. All right, all right. Thank you, Felix. Thank you, sir. Thanks, God. Thank you. He loved that. He loved of course that. he loves that. Of course he loves that. <laughs> all right, all right. We're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. All right, Eli, turn your phone off, please. Yeah, and even when you go away, it's gonna pick up. Yeah, we're gonna pick it. We're gonna hear it. And stop putting the sound on for when you type. Who does that anymore? Fucking psycho. psycho. <laughs> <laughs> they both put up cars. Sound up when I type? Oh, yes, bro. nigga, we can hear it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, I just be forgetting now. All right, cool. All right. Let's go back. Um. told me, you know, I need to, uh, you know, uh, trim the yard. Oh, damn. And I don't, you know, do you have any recommendations? You know what? Funny you say that because I got in a similar situation. I had to do some digging. I found some shit, bro. I got to put you on. Please do. It's called Manscaped. And Manscaped gave us a code that I want you to use. You can get 20% off, bro. Get out of here. And y'all too. Wrap in order 20. You use that. You go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off your order. Wow, she is going to be so happy. And, you know, she won't have no hair on her teeth. 
And your balls will thank you. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori MB. Today we're joined by Evan Wimberly here. Yo, what's up? Fresh off the jet. See the lion ring? Was, was that better? Alright, we'll work with that. We'll work with that. Still mad with you. Um today, today we're switching up a little bit and we're not getting into a rap album, but we are getting into an, to an album that I feel is worth talking about, but you wanted to talk about this album. Um is Ryan Leslie's technically his debut album. Came out in two thousand nine under Universal Motown. It was uh led by three singles, Diamond Girl, Addiction, and How It Was Supposed to Be. Um, Ryan Leslie had a really big following around that time, or a cult following, I should say, around that time, um, because people kind of saw his rise to stardom from YouTube. He was like one of those stars. MySpace. MySpace, you're right, my bad. From MySpace to uh, to YouTube, you kind of saw him working on everything that he worked on, and then you saw what it became. Mm-hmm. So like that was kind of like the cool, cool thing about it, because you saw where everything came from, from him fucking ordering his shit online, his instruments online, and then using it the same day, going in the studio, spending the late night recording Addiction, putting Cassie on it, creating Cassie, like, not creating, but putting her out there the way you he did. You can say it, Rez. Don't worry. Nobody's going to call you toxic. Right? Okay. So, for everything that he did back then, I think this album was very pivotal for him, and um, and in R&B, but it doesn't get talked about enough. So, um, how did we feel about this album? All right. Ryan Leslie, Harvard graduate, um, mm-hmm. innovative. At like 17. Yeah. Like he was, you got to remember, like Ryan Leslie is, like he he doesn't have to make music and he would still be a millionaire in music, right? right. He could be working just in tech alone mm-hmm. right now, right? Um, so with this project and the way how like he, he was literally just hitting it out the park, I just felt like, yo, this dude is, like, immensely talented, and, like, niggas in the industry are just haters. I felt like Puff and Kanye was his biggest haters and just really sabotaged. Like, I'm not going to say sabotaged, but, like, really wanted him out of here. Mm-hmm. Both of them. And he scared a lot of people in the music industry, and I think that um, this album being so good, like, just, like, is proof in, it's a proof in the pudding. I don't think, like, it was, like, some, like... uh. Some a fluke, as some people would say. Mm-hmm. I think that Ryan Leslie just said, like, fuck it. You know what? I'll just take my fan base of uh, 50,000 or whatever like that, and I'll just cater to them. And I think that's why, like, he created the apps that he did yeah. and the way of servicing <clears throat> because, like, I felt like he really fell in love with what he was able to carry with MySpace, and he just wanted to continue that and stop trying. So I, I when you listen to this album, listeners... Uh, please give us a feedback because like this album is really good and these hit the hit songs off the album are really good Mm -hmm. so it's just like crazy and it also tells me that Cassie's pussy is amazing (laughs) 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 because the music that came the the music that came from this woman because like because of this woman Amazing. I mean, like, like I can I can just imagine what Puff is making in the studio right now. They just won't release. Yeah, Puff just won't give us. Puff was supposed to drop an album last September. Puff just won't give it to us. And I feel like the reason why he won't give it to us because he's just like, yo, I can't give this bitch that much credit. Puff changed his name after that. Love changed his name to Love. That nigga stopped fighting. Puff used Puff used to have a fight once a year. Yeah. 
But um, her pussy was so good that nigga gave him fighting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, I think to Ryan Leslie's credit, you know, he's always been ahead of the curve when it came to like the way to get your name out there as an artist and shit. I remember a tweet, a tweet resurfaced recently from like 20, 2008, 2009 of Ryan Leslie just being like, buy Bitcoin. And niggas was like, nobody said anything back then because nobody knew what the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And somebody found that tweet this year. Like, that's how ahead of the curve he's always been. I mean, let's talk about, like, think about what he uh, started. What was it called? Uh, he created a music platform. Is what Nipsey put mailbox money on. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Let me see. I gotta find like the name of it or whatever like that. Now I gotta find the name of it. Now I feel now I feel stupid that I don't have it out. Uh, basically, he started his own stream like uh, uh, his own streaming platform, where like art like basically artists could like interact with their fans like directly. Yeah. So like Ryan Leslie like knows the names of everyone that buys his records mm-hmm. that come to his concerts. Like he has like a one on one relationship with them. I had signed and up for that pay. shit too. Okay, it's called how how to pay. Proud to pay. Proud to pay. Now that was Nipsey. I'm talking about what Ryan did. Like basically, Ryan kind of gave Nipsey the tools to do to to create Proud to Pay, but Ryan had a a, a platform. Like, why can I not? Like, I'll, 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 Superphone. There we go. Superphone. Found yeah. it. So Ryan started Superphone. And he would send you a text. Yeah, like when he I, would, like, I signed up on that shit. Yeah, I, I signed up on like and like a bunch of artists got involved in it, and what he was able to do was basically continue what a lot of artists were building on on MySpace mm-hmm. and where he was able to communicate with, with people, tell people when a project was coming out and then they exclusively get it and he's still doing that till this day that fans are like exclusively getting content and he's okay with that. And the reason why he's okay with that because like he was Grammy nominated and didn't sell 100,000 albums. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to give music directly to my fans that I know fuck with me and just do it that way because like everybody when they you know when he goes on like these interviews they're like oh Grammy like nominated artists and he's like you know I didn't sell like a hundred thousand records like he and basically he's just like the labels just didn't get it but I have like these hit singles and I'm writing these records for other artists so he just said fuck it I got however many fans and I'm just gonna cater to them because yeah. trying to like gain new fans just wasn't his shit and he's thriving yeah he's not he's not struggling at all yeah. and like. He he went on in his career to his career has moved in a way that I didn't really necessarily see happening for him. And he's worked with some I thought he would have like some type of resurgence in the later two thousands when he started working with Kanye. Cause him on Christian Dior Denim Flow, like he killed that shit, in my opinion. Um and I really wanted to see more from him, but I'm glad at least out of that out of that run we got this album. Um so let's get into it. The album, of course, is entirely produced by Ryan Leslie. Um, he kicks it off with Diamond Girl, which was the lead single for it for this album. Son, <sighs> number one, the story behind Diamond Girl. Yeah, I remember the story for this song. So, is it like all right? So let me make sure we have the same story. The story is that Cassie just didn't show up to the studio. Oh, I didn't. I thought you meant for how the song was made or the beat was made. Okay, like, no, no, so not the that. beat. So basically, him and studio, him and studio, him and Cassie had a had a session. And Cassie just didn't show up. Oh shit! So he so he so he wrote the song and like made it for her like as an ode to her. I think like they probably were beefing or whatever like that. Like you know I don't know who knows mm-hmm. what they was arguing about. 
Right, he supposed to, supposed to be done with my album, <laughs> something like that. He was like, "Yo, we got another, se- we got another session." Word, right, right. I, I don't know how Cassie sounds outside Nobody of singing, though, right? But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like we don't know what it was about, but the fact that like instead of making a song like "Yo, you you dumb beautiful bitch," like leave me alone. Like he makes a song like dedicated to her, like "Yo, you're my diamond girl." Like I, like you're the one. After being mad at her, yeah. I just heard about the story. Think, about that's how. That's what. I'm, that's it. the point that I'm making, ladies and gentlemen. Her shit is amazing. Imagine being mad at your joint, and then you make a song about how awesome she is. I couldn't be me. <laughs> all right, all right, right. Well, so you said you never liked Diamond Girl. Ed? I never liked Diamond Girl. It just sounded annoying to me. But the song is 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 classic. Like the whole era is classic. Was it the production you didn't like? I don't know. It's just that. You know what it was? I feel like the cool sort of sort of people thought they were cool if they knew that song, and it just became like the, oh, how do you prove your cool song? Oh. oh I'm going to play Diamond That's Girl. like, oh, so you're saying Ryan Leslie was like the first Masego. <laughs> Stupid. That's nah, how girls feel like, about Masego. I don't know who the fuck when they know is. When they know a Masego song, wow. when, when girls know a Masego song, like... They be hype. They feel like they upper echelon. What is he like a reggae throwing artist or something? No, nah. nah so <laughs> yo, he was in Winwood on the um, saxophone. Yeah, he plays the saxophone. Yeah. Nah, great, he plays the saxophone. He's a great singer. He um, was like the new Masego. Yeah, nah. Masego uh, was like the low key. Oh, you played on when you smoking, chilling. Yeah, yeah. And they be like, oh, what's this? Oh, or like, oh, you fuck with Masego? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like. Ryan Leslie was like girl. that. A, yeah. So Richard yeah. Johnson says Ryan Leslie was the original creep music. <laughs> nah, not creep music, but like, I no you know what I mean? Like, if you, it was this, Ryan Leslie was like a different corner of the right. internet. He was like the pseudo music at the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like he this was is very cool much like. The restaurant that nobody knew about right. was fire. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So like, you like know. Like Delicatessen. So, Remember Delicatessen? In the city. But but um but yeah, so Diamond Girl, Hello. I just remember the story about the production and how that came into play because he was trying to make the beat but was frustrated and like he literally did that on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. He literally yeah. did that and just kept it and then just looped it and just added some like bass to it and shit. I ain't gonna lie, that, that was video cool. is like, like we still see that video on the internet till this day. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think I need to tell Quincy that he needs to make a promo of with, with him making the beat for Diamond Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he can I, find yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Quincy, yeah I just got to give him enough time to do it. Um, the next one, the next one, that goes into Addiction. Addiction <laughs> featured Cassie. <laughs> Let me find out. I and, got you, Amy Wandel. And, and <laughs> And of course, we saw him make this beat, right? Right. Yeah. Everybody saw him make this beat. We've seen a million jokes about it. I feel like this video of him making this beat resurfaces every couple years. This is with them making fun of it, like yo, I, yo, he was in Guitar Center while, and people just be saying dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but back then, like when you watch it now, it's funny because it does look corny now. But back then, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, this dude was in his fucking But Ryan Leslie was one of the first kind of wave of internet artists. Like, as yeah. far as, like, watching them behind the scenes. Yeah. Being able to and that's what was them. so cool what about he, it. What he did was very, very, like, kind of like breaking down the fourth wall. Right, exactly. With musicians, right? But the one thing that I want to talk about, all right, so I, I put this in my notes, right? Who, who, there are a lot of artists that use muses for their music, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll say that, like, to me, like, the, the, the two musicians who did it the best was L.A. Reid and Babyface. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. L.A. Reid and Babyface both used their their wives at the time as music for their music. So L.A. Reid used Pebbles. That, Pebbles is a chick. Um, I'm, I'm talking. Thanks. <laughs> so <laughs> so L.A. Reid used uh, What's wrong with Pebbles, <laughs> and then <laughs> Babyface used Tracy Edmonds for mm-hmm. a lot of so a lot of the songs they wrote for themselves and they they wrote for other artists. Where they, they use the, the, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, to me, I, I, like, that come to mind. Yeah. Like, we have, there's plenty of people, though. Uh, First one that came to mind for me was Rick James. Rick James? Yeah. Because who was his muse? Well, Tina Marie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Know for that. how many he songs? Wrote a lot, he wrote a lot of songs for her. I know Fire was, right? Yeah. Well, I, I used it as, Fire like, he wrote, he wrote songs for her and, like, when, in that time and, like, put her on and shit. And I, I know think, Prince had a lot of muses. Yeah. But like he didn't have like one like I feel like any woman that walked into a room, he could just like write a song about wanting to fuck them. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. What about women who have been muses to multiple artists like Erica Badu? Oh yeah. Who was she? Who, who, what? Andre Common. What song did Common write? What song did Andre write about um about Andre Erica Badu? Uh Erica Badu is Miss Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Common. All right. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, compared, like, this nigga Ryan Leslie wrote, like, that, like, shit. Like, I get, like, Miss Jackson was a big hit, but I'm just saying, like, he was basically, like, coming at her. Like, like he wasn't in love I don't think, with, like, I don't, he, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't rapping about, like, I don't, being in love with Erica No, Bobby. yeah, you're right, because... Oh, I think other songs around the time were, too. Her. Like I, what's I, wrong? I can't think of, off the top of my head right now. But so you just basically just you just try to just interject in the conversation. I don't think I think Cassie, Cassie was just so Somebody fine. Marvin Gaye. I mean Marvin Gaye, like he like Marvin Gaye is in there. Um, his first wife Barry Gordy's sister, like he was like he was yeah. a, like a lot of his love songs early on were about her. Mm-hmm. But and Janice, Janice stressed that boy out, man. Right. So right, right. So so Anna Gordy. Uh, let's see. Uh, Malaya inspired Drake to make some 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 pretty cool records. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Bria, I mean, shit. Bria, yeah, Damn, right. Bria. Um, I write. Shit. I write something for Bria right shit. now. Shit. Alexis Pfeiffer. Alexis Pfeiffer. Amber Rose and, and Kim Kardashian for Kanye. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, JFK's daughter inspired the song "Sweet Caroline." Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, basically, some of uh, Coldplay's. Best hits are about Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow right? has one of the most plain faces I've ever seen in my life. But <laughs> she's cute. Right? She's cute in a weird way, though. Oh, nah, no. it's just a she's really plain ass uh, face, bro. The the Beatles, both Paul McCartney and uh, shit. Why am I drawing a blank on this other man's name? Uh, Paul McCartney and John and John and John Lennon mm-hmm. both have like wrote, written songs about like women that they were in love with, right? Mm-hmm. David Bowie, Mick Jagger. Um, Michael Jackson, okay, yeah, um, maybe. Um, but it comes back okay. to I think for in Ryan Leslie's case, I think he saw something in Cassie. He just saw how fine, like she's beautiful, right? And the but then, fire, and it's fire. But I think he tried to, and he also used that to try to extend his creativity too. Like, yo, you so fine, and you can't really sing, but I'm gonna like. I mean, I'm not saying I'm disrespectful. She can't. She couldn't sing. She was great. So he gave her great production. He gave her, hooked her up with somebody to do choreography. Like he really was trying to put her on. Mm-hmm. Cause she just, she was just bad. Yeah, man. and then Puff swooped in. Mm-hmm. Later down the line, but uh, but this song, this song, like we we had the pleasure of seeing him make this song. 
him putting Cassie on the on the hook and um, getting Fab to kind of be like the him and Fab had a really good working relationship around that time. Mm-hmm. I like really wish I, I wish they would have made a, a a collaborative album together. I think it would have oh, did amazing. It would have been, been great. Mm-hmm. But Fab is just lazy, so yeah, we you haven't know, seen Fab since, and we're looking for him. I he I wouldn't. <laughs> he never found a studio. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you got to You got to tell him like he got like like it's a matching outfits contest or some shit like that. I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Leslie sent Fab a beat pack and he just never sent it back. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we'll go to the next one, which is your fly. Your fly is dope. You get you get that that uh this is the first track that gives you that rapping element of Ryan Leslie that he tries mm-hmm. to force on people back then. Does Ryan nobody Leslie was really give you Drake about vibes? Rapping. Well, does Drake give you Ryan Leslie vibes? No, because I think Drake is really good at Drake is good at both. Drake is not necessarily a singer singer, but he just you know he gets his melodies off. So you don't think that Drake is just as good at singing as Ryan Leslie is at rapping? No. Ryan Leslie's not that wait, good wait. of a rapper. What? Well, you just asked a question. Yeah, Ryan That's Leslie's all I did. Like, I didn't say it was fact. I just asked a question. Relax. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Leslie. No, not even that. I'm just, uh, Ryan Leslie's not that good of a rapper. Okay. Yeah, so but it Ryan doesn't Leslie like is producing out. it, though. So it's it's different approach. Mm-hmm. If Drake's not producing it, so it's more like a tandem versus it's like, you know, he's got somebody to create the environment and he can just fill in the gaps. Ryan Leslie has to create everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to know because I, I, I mean... I kind of think that I kind of would say that Drake is a little inspired by Ryan Leslie. I don't, I, I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing to say he's inspired mm-hmm. by him. Yeah, I mean, okay. as far as like sing, rap, and light skin yeah. niggas go, of course. Right. Okay. Cool. Your fly is a cool song, man. I like it. I like your fly. Um, the one thing I have. Okay, so there's the thing that those three songs are so prominent, right? Well, there's mm-hmm. like there's like five songs on this album that I'll say like. Are undeniable, but the rest of the songs in the album, uh, yeah, a little, right. little, little dated. Interested to see yeah. which ones those will be, but uh, that'll take us into quicksand. Quicksand is fire, quicksand is that's four in a row, <laughs> four in a row. Um, quicksand is dope, it has this really dope breakdown in, in the middle of the of the um, of the song. It's really fire, yeah. Instrumentation, it's a very 2009 song. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. No no taking away from that. But um but it is a great song. Um we can go right into Valentine. You had anything That's a on great that one? Song. I just think that Valentine is a beautiful song. I think mm-hmm. it's a very sweet song. I think it's a a nice song to play for your missus. Um Yeah. Uh I mean for your missus or your mister, whatever you into, you right, LaShawn. Or um, or or them. Or them or they. Um <laughs> Play it for us. Play, yeah, I mean, yeah. Play it for whoever, whatever, whatever pronoun you know your significant other like identifies with. Just play it. It's a good song. Oh man. Oh, you guys are fucking. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> um, what was that? Valentine. Okay, so just right. I wish that he gave this song to someone else. I like the song, but I didn't want him to perform it. Mm. You know, I feel like that a lot in in different pockets of his albums yeah that's what i'm saying like you could tell like all right he just got annoyed with niggas in the industry and the bullshit and he's smarter than half of these niggas Mm -hmm. so he's just doing what he does and i I don't know if it's ever since like that laptop incident. i was just gonna bring that up Mm. the laptop incident fucked him up man do y'all think his career would have been different if he was just a producer yes 
well, if he was just a producer, like he he probably oh my god. And I, and I and I'm not saying like on the keyboards. I mean songwriter producer. I believe like he's up there with like Sean Garrett, the Dream, Dream and Neil, and, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. If he just I think took he a step been, back and just if yeah. he just focused on producing, he was just doing oh too much, bro. God, he was doing too much. Yeah, man. Cassie had his head all fucked up. He was doing too much. I feel man. like Cassie was like, babe, you can sing, you can do it all. You can you do whatever. Them. Yeah, you don't need them. You don't need Puff, babe. You're better than Puff. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. working on a Cassie play that we don't know about? Like, <laughs> just saying, like she set that nigga for fun. <laughs> Torian as Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> I got the hips for it, nigga. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. hey. Hey, yo. I'm fine, nigga. I see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo. All right, so we'll get into the next one, which is how it was supposed to be, which was the third... <laughs> Single for this album. Um, this song was good, but fresh like to say all morning do. I don't, I, I don't care to hear it anymore. You bugging this what? beat is fire. This oh song my was dope. God, it just hasn't fire. aged that well for me. I don't know. <laughs> this is probably one of the ones that has aged good. I I just can't listen to it no more. Oh man, but it was good. But this and album had to listen to entirety. I will say this much though, like all the way up until number seven. Uh, it, it, like everything is good, but then after number seven, that's when it starts. What? Yeah. I R I N A. That's number eight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's called. I know. I know. I know. All right, but it's a great song. Nah, man. You ain't had nothing on this one. <laughs> you see, it's blank. Oh, you left your your notes are literally blank for that song. Mm-hmm. What about you? What song are you talking about? Uh, um, number eight. <laughs> exactly. Arena. Yeah. I like that one. Nah. You guys are tripping. I don't like songs with uh, women's names like that. It's usually corny. Oh, okay. I, I feel that. If you stand by that, I feel that. Um, Out of the Blue, that beat Fire. is so cheesy. Out of the blue is amazing. I did like it back then, though. That might be the best song on here. Nah. nah. I think Shouldn't Have to Wait is probably the best song on here. It's probably Addiction oh. and Out of the Blue and Gibberish. Yeah, see? Yeah, you walk you walking back that number seven thing, right? What I'm what I'm walking back shouldn't about. have to wait is amazing. I said shouldn't have to wait. This is a very relatable song. Oh okay. I didn't write. What do you see amazing at, nigga? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a why great you put song. words on my page. Shouldn't have to wait. Shouldn't have to wait is great, but uh, we already very... skipped. But uh, okay, but I'm just saying, Irene, Ariana, whatever this is, Irina, Irina, out the blue, it starts dying down. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have to wait. I said it's a relatable song and I get it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I listen to it and I get it, but I don't need okay. to hear it. Like I don't, it's not, I don't need to hear it. That's um, okay. So shouldn't have to wait. Cool. Uh, Want to be good? Okay. So this is my thing about that. I wonder if in his creative process, if he had more writers and other producers in 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 his sessions, mm-hmm. would it make a difference? Because what happens is like you kind of feel that Ryan gets in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gets stuck in that pocket when he's recording, and so the music isn't it it, like, it doesn't uh it kind of feels like you're yeah, listening to some like similar song like structured wise like you kind of feel like they're all kind of like from the same home, but they might like come like come out like they might be like it might be like all right let me word this properly. You can tell that all of these children come from the same mother. Okay. And when you listening to it, just like damn. Oh uh, man, you know, maybe, you know, this kid, you know, uh, 
likes to fight a lot, but this kid is really harmonious <laughs> or whatever, but they still got the same mom. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, you know that the DNA of it is the same, the structure, the way it was built. So that's what I'm saying. Like, with this song, I'm like, all right, I feel like I heard this already. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I wish, I wonder if he had, like, somebody in there that could, like, add a different drum. I think I think this album does as good as as good as it is. Well, I'll save this for for when we when we wrap it up, because the uh, next song is uh, well, we we already talked about want to be good. So the next and final song is gibberish. Right. Fire. And uh, yeah, I think that gibberish is a song that Reg like championed, and I don't know if I really like it or if Reg had just told me to no end that is really good. Yeah, gibberish was a good song to me. It was another one of the songs from his creative process that we got a chance to look at um, because he put him kind of writing it, if you want to call it that, on YouTube through the whole process. Um, and I just thought it was cool. I thought it was creative. Like, because you always get those little pockets in R&B songs back then where they're saying something that you don't mm-hmm. really know what the fuck they're saying. So, like, him making a whole song like that, I think the creative part of it was just dope. Is it mumble rap? I was thinking that. It is mumble rap. And it's fire. The yeah. way he did this shit was fire. Especially back then, it wasn't mm-hmm. really have anything else like that. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of sex to this song. As you should. It's fire. It's a great song. Good times. Um. So what I was gonna say was that this album, as good as it is, it um it stands out. It stands out because it sounds like it's skeletons. Of something that he was supposed to send to somebody else. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think I think that it, like this was a project. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he kept it for himself, but mm-hmm. I feel like he was supposed to give this album to someone else, and he said, "Nah, suck my dick." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Yo, nah, I'm gonna put this out. Fuck all that." And he made Who a smart decision. You know, Puff. Really? I can see Puff doing gibberish. Yeah, it might have been so much better. Honestly. Yeah, I can see Puff doing gibberish. What? what year Just in the dark. Two thousand nine. Because you know he uh, would lean into that shit. Supposed to, this is not if I'm not how mistaken, I was supposed to be. I can Puff. see Puff doing how it was supposed to be. I asked, uh, when did Last Train to Paris? Come? I'm googling yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, Addiction is a Puff song. Yo, I'm just picturing Puff doing gibberish from now on. <laughs> Uh, that came out in 2010. Last Train to Paris. Mm, we cooking. Mm. Like, we cooking. We like, cooking. <laughs> this album. Last this album was 2009. February 2009. Last Train to Paris. Last Train to Paris. And we know how vindictive Puff is mm. when it comes to niggas taking records that he felt was his. Mm. You know. So Puff shoulders get little dislocated. Women get taken. You think, you think Puff hit. made a well, take? Puff would have never did anything with Zero to 100, though. I know that's what y'all alluded to. I mean, it was his. It belongs to him. Don't disrespect. Yeah, you bugs. He's Puff. He could have did know. whatever to that shit. Yeah. Never. He could have did whatever to that shit. But, but as, as, as Drake said, let's be real, nigga. You couldn't have made it that. <laughs> he said it, yeah. you know? I, but, think, um, I think Puff could have made Zero to 100 a bop. Like, yeah, no. Puff care. can make anything a bop, bro. Anything. As long as you don't put French on it. But I do like French. <laughs> I like French. I like French. I'm just saying. I don't right. yeah. So Reg, will you like rate French. this album? Um I'm I'm gonna give this album a B, a B plus. That's where I'm at. 
But in waffles? Yeah, we do waffles. Sorry, I'm... See? <laughs> we did the report cards earlier. It fucked me up. Yes, we do waffles. So I'm going to give it a three and a half. Three and a half waffles out of yeah. five waffles? Mm-hmm. I'll give it three waffles out of five waffles. I'm going to go three as well. I, the nostalgia tells me to say four. But for, like, just because I, like, listen to it while I, like, clean the crib and shit. But it, to be fair, in the way it's aged, I would say three as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not wrong with um, that, man. Would, no you wrong guys, would you guys <laughs> care to see a Ryan Leslie resurgence if he wanted to revisit this type of pocket? Absolutely. And maybe, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't need... Nah. No, no, resurgence. No. Resurgence. Yes. Not I would versus. love a Ryan Leslie resurgence, but I would like to hear the music that he will make now, not mm-hmm. hear him make music. That sound like 2009. Yeah. I just want to hear like the music that he will make now. You know, I just don't want him rapping. I want to see him produce with somebody else. Yeah, like I would love I w- to see Ryan Leslie and Q-Tip get in there and do. Something. Oh my god, oh, that would be, be amazing. Cool. Yeah, like that I would. I, would I also dope. would just love for. Uh, I would love to just see him find a new muse. Right. I would love to see him replace Cassie. As he tried. Muse. He tried a couple times. Yeah, I'm just saying, like he just needs to find like a really. Put him with Danny Lynch. No, I don't want him to talk to nah. JT. Nah, if he does that, Puff might kill that nigga, yo. Real, no, real, that's oh, oh, yeah, Carisha. He got Young Carisha? Miami. Yeah. Okay, he got Young Miami. Uzi nah, Uzi might, yeah, kill, that Uzi might kill that nigga. Yeah, but nah, Puff, nah, don't do not do it, Ryan Leslie. Don't fuck with Puff, new lady, man. Like, you know, I Doesn't think he Doesn't Uzi do MMA now or some shit like that? I don't know. He's boxing. He's, strong he's boxing. Shit. Yeah, he's boxing. He's small and he's, and he's strong as shit. And he's breakdancing in Times Square now. Wait, what? He's breakdancing? Yeah, Lil Uzi's breakdancing. Break yeah, he's breakdancing. The best moves I've ever gotten in the last yeah, one. But no, I, I would like to see a Ryan Leslie resurgence. I would like to see him out here. And to, like, I'm pretty sure he's still creating music. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, he you still know, puts out projects. Yeah. Right. So I, I know he's still making music. And I, and I think, and I'm very curious as to, like, how that music sounds now. Cause he seems like a dude that like stays inspired. I don't know. His last project is like 2012 or some shit like that. Nah, but he's putting no, out music exclusively he, he, through exclusive, like, exclusively through, through, yeah, yeah, through his know, app. Like yeah. he don't give a fuck about the, mm-hmm. the masses. That's smart. I feel if that. he if, if he's like yo, if I can only sell directly to my fifty thousand fans, they the ones who get and it. he's getting pretty much all profit. Mm-hmm. All right. So fuck it. Let's sign. Yeah. Let's sign up on the app. Mm-hmm. Listen to his new shit. Yeah, man. You could do that. <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah. So we'll wrap this up. I think we all agreed on like a three, three and a half for the most part, right? For, yeah. for the waffle rating, I agreed on three. All right, I'm I'm solid with that. I'm Shout out to Cassie Reg. and I'm Tori and B. Shout out to Cassie. Yeah, Word. shout out to Cassie and that amazing pussy of yours, girl. Jesus wow. Christ! All right. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's done now. Yeah, we good. Catch you guys next time. <laughs> 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 you're about to dislocate your shoulder.